Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The last two weeks here on the show, picking college football, the professor is 5-0, and this past month, now 8-2. He's on fire. We welcome to the show the professor. Professor, how are you, my friend? How could I be anything but fantastic, Defo? The New England Patriots go down in flames, and Cam Newton looks like hot garbage doing it. Can't think of two people more than Phil Belichick. Cam Newton, who deserved to have miserable lives. It's a pretty great morning. <laughs> uh, the professor, one of the owners of the Boundary Restaurant, an outstanding place, very popular place. I mean, you get pretty much a full spectrum of food there, but I noticed a menu item change. You had four variety of chicken dishes there, the fricassee, parmesan, franchise, and now chicken chashevsky. Is that a new dish on the menu there? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, you, know, you know, we don't really talk about Coach K issues in uh, the restaurant business, Evo, because we don't want to remind people of rats. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, you could get cited for putting that on the menu. <laughs> will the final game of the regular season decide who wins the division? I think it will. I think the Chiefs game is sort of a wash. It's more of hopefully they cover. But I think the Patriots and Raiders games, the Dolphins should win those games. Like, this should be a different Dolphins team. We shouldn't expect them to lose versus competent opponents. Their defense statistically is surprisingly good. I mean, they're, they're up there with anybody. And uh, that we say in deference to Greg Williams, who had the Jets defense at the very bottom of the league and managed to get canned for his obvious attempt to sabotage the Jets' season. Now, I would imagine he had some side deal with the Johnsons. <laughs> well, well, the professor was texting. Wait, didn't you hear them on the sideline yelling out, Trevor Lawrence! Trevor Lawrence! So it was like a Trevor Lawrence play. I think Greg Williams was willing to sacrifice his job and his reputation in order to get a giant payoff from the Johnsons. He'll never be on a Q-tips, this guy. That's for sure. Exactly. He'll be opening up a COVID testing site pretty soon. Baruch Adonai. And this is for all of our Jewish friends out there. Eloheinu melech hondam. Here's my favorite part. It's Ivanu, the hot lick Hanukkah. Do you feel closer to God after that? Do you feel closer to God? <laughs> the time. Wake up with Defo, joined by Luby. Welcome to the Defo Show. So free, she'll tell you it's the only way to be. She just can't you gotta let play, baby. I know to I'm a not. life where nothing's gained and nothing's lost. This is the new theme of the show. We're working on something here. It's such a cause. There we go. 
I know you're going to bury it when we come up with a theme song for the show. Who could hang up on you? All right, welcome to the show. We're trying to push this thing. Luby just does not want to have the glare of the spotlight focused on him. I'm Jeff DeForest. Another beautiful day here in South Florida on tap. I hope you guys are getting ready for the holiday season. I'm feeling it. Luby, I'm starting to celebrate every day as if today was Christmas, as if it was all eight days of Hanukkah. And that's got to be a horrible thing, though. Well, Luby, how are you? Are you okay? You're a little bitter about this whole Luby Tuesday concept. Uh, are you not buying into it at all? That's just a dreadful all? song. Did that become a hit? Is that, like, known as a good song in your day? That's a horrible song. It wasn't my favorite, but it, it's still, it's one of those songs like it's a small world. It stays in your head forever. You think of Tuesday, you think of Luby, you think of Luby Tuesday, No. It's a natural connection. Uh, it's not the greatest song. The Rolling Stones made it a hit. And was it an original Stones song? I don't know. It didn't sound like the Stones version, did it? Uh, was that the Rolling Stones version? That was 1967, Tuesday? the Rolling Stones. Wow, that really did sound kind of tinny. <laughs> an old man. What were you playing it off, an old 45? <laughs> that, I know, it was some live performance be... they had. I don't know. I know you wanted me to play it. I it never really heard I, I did. I, I really wanted to get in the mood for the show, and I, I want you to start to embrace the idea that you would have a show theme named after you, uh, you know. I mean, we could go with the standard stuff. It's a Touchdown Tuesday here on uh, KWIN. Get out of here with that, right? A Luby Tuesday. Anybody in favor of a Luby Tuesday, feel free to uh, cast your ballot here. We will count all the votes, and there will be no discrepancies, uh, no controversies, no conspiracy theories, nothing. We'll just count the votes up. In fact, you can make that the poll question today, and that's how we'll decide. How about that, Luby? Are you in favor of naming Tuesday shows Luby Tuesday? Just a yes or no. All right. right? I will make that that our Twitter poll now so we'll have all day, and hopefully you'll pound it. At Defo Show, if you want to promote that. I will pound it. Do you want to change the theme name of Tuesday shows? Because we don't really have a theme here. I mean, I know we have our Peel Yourself off the mat Monday, and and that's great because uh, the concept is definitely solid and valid. Most people that we know, anyway, are peeling themselves off the mat. I, I would think it's almost universal, no? Instead of, uh, what would it be? What, what would the Manic Monday be? Is that the thing they uh, usually have on those morning oh, zoo God, shows I back don't in know. the day? I don't know. It's a Manic Monday. It's all garbage, all of it. But uh, nonetheless, uh, a Luby Tuesday, I think, would be appropriate. However, I, I think this is why you're reluctant to embrace the concept, Luby, because you would think if it was a Luby Tuesday that you would have to do something distinctive on Tuesdays. Not just the occasional haphazardly placed Luby's Law, like, hey, I got one today. It doesn't work that way in this business, Luby. Consistency is the name of the game in this racket. People want to hear what they expect to hear every time they turn on your show. So if we're going to go Luby Tuesday, you're going to have to come up with something. And I think that's why you are afraid to embrace this concept of naming the Tuesday shows Luby Tuesday. I'm in favor of it. I want you to shine, man. Eventually you're going to take over this seat. No? I know you're rooting for me to get hit by the B bus. I almost <laughs> did the other day out there on A1A, man. Where, where did this come from? A jitney? Get out of here. I was just crossing the street trying to dodge people because you have to do a lot of zigzag patterns. Remember the old Z pattern you used to run? I'll run a zigzag. We go out <laughs> yes. towards the sideline, back towards the middle, still while uh, going down the field, and then zig back out to the sideline. The old Z pattern. I'm yes. running a lot of Z patterns on my walks, my <laughs> walk of life on A1A, and you know what they say about the walk of life. No matter where you are, no matter how you feel, do the walk of life, or soon you will keel. A lot of our soul geezers out there, uh, you know, understand that concept. You, however, are still too young to 
think that if you didn't do a couple of uh, you know steps of exercise every day that uh, you might just uh, check please i'm out of here all right many things to get to and i got a text very early this morning i love the fact that our listeners are so loyal and nascar rogers sent me a text i would say circa 5 a.m and he said i know what your approach to today's show is going to be depot and the man literally read my mind because, and I've told this story uh, many times. I did want to say, though, uh, it's got to be horrible. Never mind the Luby Tuesday stuff. has to be horrible, Luby, to wake up to us singing in Hebrew. Uh, regardless. <laughs> no, I think about it. I mean, some poor guy that just uh, ran in a car at the airport. He jumped in the car and happened to be on 940 winds at 1230 the zone. He's up there in Palm Beach. And that's usually the only time a lot of people listen to AM radio anymore. Is that true, Luby? Or do people actually take the time to change all the configurations on their automobile dashboard, if they even have an AM radio installation in there, and say, you know what, I really like that default and Luby. Let me turn on my AM radio, even though I never listened to it at any other time. So you're thinking, a lot of people got stuck in a car, right? They, they just ran in a car at the airport. Uh, you know how it is. Uh, really? I thought this was supposed to be a midsize. Right? Your knees are in your throat as you're trying to cram your way in there between the wheel and the dashboard. <laughs> midsize. <laughs> I'll show you midsize. <laughs> That's what you're thinking at the counter, right? Even us uh, Jewish guys, right, are thinking, I'll show you midsize if you're going to put me in that. you got to be kidding me for uh, $99 a day. Uh, you know, and it was the only car available, huh? Is that what you're telling me, uh, Sonny? Anyway, uh, you get in a car there, and it's on 940 winds, and the first thing you hear is you come to town. I don't know that that many people are traveling, but it is the holidays, and a lot of people ignore all of the warnings and all of the advice uh, of the people uh, with the various health organizations that said, uh, do yourselves a favor, stay put. And there's been an explosion of COVID-19 uh, since Thanksgiving, has there not? I mean, is there not a correlation there, uh, Mike Luby Lewis? Yes. What, what are you seeing on that? Yes. You're right. There's people traveling and in care there's no masks they figured they, they'd given up on this thing like uh, certain people in power just uh, said you know what it's not a problem anyway <laughs> you jump in your car and you hear uh, you and me no less i mean not exactly the greatest singing voices in the world i, I am a horrible singer and uh, you uh, you actually uh, i don't know may may no, have better chops than me no, even no. with a voice that a lot of people take exception with but uh, nonetheless Horrible. Uh, horrible singers, and, and you wake, you know, you, you get in a car, and, and you're a little lost. You're hoping a GPS works on your phone. You're trying to find some place. Where's Worth Avenue? Anybody seen it? And you got two guys singing in Hebrew. Uh, that, would, that would be enough to make you think about just jumping back on a plane and going back to whatever <laughs> city you came from. Let's listen to that radio in Wisconsin again. That's right. It's a Touchdown Tuesday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My God. All right, but anyway, uh, I get this text from NASCAR Roger, uh, and, and I, as soon as I saw his number show up on my text, I, I knew exactly what the man was going to say. And so we have to pay homage once again. I've told this story many, many times, but uh, I can't say enough good things about this guy because anybody that was willing to take a shot at you or on you, not a shot at you, we're always willing to take shots at say. each other. That's, <laughs> That's the way not it is, rare. 2020, right? You say uh, tomato, I say tomato, and then we start throwing punches. 
<laughs> Honestly. That's it, right? Tomato, tomato. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you got a black eye and a broken nose. You're the subject of a Tom Archdeacon boxing story. The Boulevard of Broken Dreams and Broken Noses. Uh, anyway, um, so NASCAR sends me a text and says, I know where you're going this morning. And I, I have to do it uh, because this guy took a shot on me 40 years ago here, uh, nearly 40 years ago. Ron Harrison, the great Ron Harrison, sportscaster. This is on WINZ, and he was doing morning drive sportscast. They used to have eight. Can you get get a hold of this one? I mean, this is tough to grasp. Eight three-minute sportscasts every morning that also included a live read, a lengthy live read after the sportscast. How about that, Luby? Wow. I thought it should have been before the sportscast, right? Read a couple of headlines, give the spot, kind of the way we do with the deal Volkswagen, the Forest Files, a little headline, the spot, and then you go ahead with the uh, content. But uh, the way it worked, uh, you would do a three-minute sportscast. Three minutes. You had time to play clips. You had time to give the entire scoreboard of all leagues, even in the wintertime. Okay, in the NHL. And it wasn't one of those deals where you went, and the winner's in the NHL, which is the most worthless piece of broadcasting uh, ever in the sports genre, no? Winners were. You don't know who they played. You don't know what the score was, especially now. You could never do that in this age of gambling, but everybody can just punch up the scores on their phone. So it's not such a big deal to get them on the radio. That that used to be a big thing, right, the West Coast scores, because they weren't in the newspaper on the East Coast. So your only source to get this information at that time in its immediacy was to tune in your morning radio sportscast, which Ron Harrison delivered with great eloquence, however, uh, with not a great depth of knowledge about sports in general and i don't think he ever watched a game at that point in his career he may have been a stellar sportscaster and well informed early on he came from cincinnati came down here uh, really established a stronghold on the radio and was the undisputed absolute king of all live commercial deliveries with apologies to our good friend joe rose I mean, this guy was Cal Worthington and Crazy Eddie rolled up into one, my friend. If he was talking about something, you were thinking about going there, using that service, buying that product, or even, I mean, he was a predate in this category to even Eric Estrada because he was selling land in North Carolina, in the mountains of North Carolina, on an AM radio band, and they were, like, sold out all the time. In fact, to get to be one of these uh, eight sponsors on the Ron Harrison shows, there was a waiting list, Luby. Can you conceive of that? A waiting list for advertisers to get on this guy's show. That's how powerful he was. But, as I said, he, he didn't really follow sports, and he had a little bit of a, a problem with alcohol. And he lived in the Keys, believe it or not. Uh, he drove from Isla Morada to Carroll City every morning to be on the air at, like, 6.15. Think about that. Guy that has a penchant for uh, downing. He, he, he could drink, like, a dozen beers. Uh, one time I went fishing with this guy. And he loaded up uh, enough alcohol. Uh, there will be far less alcohol at your wedding for the hundred and some odd people, Luby, than there was when the uh, four people went on Ron Harrison's boat. <laughs> I've never seen such preparation, such uh, painstaking preparation to make sure that there was enough alcohol to be consumed. And we were only going out for like a two-hour ride. Incredible. So this guy would uh, drive up there and, uh, you know, naturally uh, was always running a little bit late. And, uh, you know, it was a long, long drive, about a 90-minute drive, no? Is it 90 minutes from Milo Morano to Carroll City? Think about that, Libby. No, I don't think Same it's 90, night. but it's a good hour. Because Carroll City's super south, and Isla Morada is north for the Keys. So it's probably about an hour. Well, Carroll City, uh, you know, wasn't that uh, not that far Isn't away like from uh, where, where we're 
We are in Miramar, right? I, mean, I don't know. Uh, okay, then I'm, I'm thinking Liber- maybe South. Liberty City. I know one of them is You're super You're thinking South. Liberty City. Yeah, We're okay. talking Carroll City, which, uh, you know, is a good 90-minute jog, I think, from Isla Miranda. And, and so this guy would come charging in at the last second. They would hand him all of the wire copy. At that time, you had wire copy that you had to clip. There were people in the newsroom, and he would come in the back door, uh, all disheveled, uh, hair standing up like Don King, uh, half-tattered uh, uh, clothes on because he didn't have time to pick out something decent in the dark. Uh, he, he would be uh, unshaven, uh, and uh, he would have to shower once he got to the radio station. And he, he'd come bolting through the door there at about 6.14.50, uh, Phil Shane style, and get on the air, and the first thing he would say, no matter what the story was, was, boy, what a game last night. And that was applicable. This game last night, Luby, did you catch any of the Monday night football game? It was clearly, that there's no dispute about this. Uh, to this point, and it'll be hard to top this. I mean, it was right there with the uh, O'Brien Marino shootout. It was the most exciting football game I think I've watched in a long, long time. And then ended in utter catastrophe for the people that were backing the Cleveland Browns. You, you could not have taken, I, I don't know that there is a tougher beat that you could possibly take from a gambling standpoint. Now, naturally, that, that's the first thing that we wanted to cover on this game. <laughs> But it was phenomenal. I mean, it was just an unbelievable thing. Uh, the uh, Browns were trailing in the game by two touchdowns. They come all the way back. Once again, Cody Parkey is at the root of all evil in this game. The kicker, Cody Parkey, who missed a relatively short-range field goal, missed an extra point. The Browns made up for the missed extra point by going for two in kind of an oddball strategic move. They got the two on a deflected uh, pass catch, uh, bounced off the hands of one of their receivers and into the hands of another guy after going right through the hands of a Ravens defender. So they get the two points. Now we're on even keel to uh, end up possibly in a tie game if they trade touchdowns. The Ravens look like they're totally finished in this game. Lamar Jackson is in the locker room. He's suffering from cramps. They bring in a guy that I never heard of. And um, what was the? Uh, it was McSorley, right? I thought it was a hockey player, Marty McSorley. You ever heard of McSorley, a quarterback uh, on the no. Baltimore Ravens? Oh yeah, Ravens? The, Trace McSorley, the guy that was on Penn State. You know what? I mean, for a guy that came in uh, in what normally would have been, uh, you know, Keystone Cops type of uh, situation there, where it's just a mad scramble, and, and you always figure the backup quarterback coming in in his spot, especially if you've never heard of him, and he looks like Colt McCoy. This McSorley guy uh, acquitted himself okay. He got crushed on the first series that he was quarterbacking. And he made a couple of nice throws, but uh, didn't really do him any good. And they're facing a fourth and five on, like, the 44-yard line. The Browns' 44-yard line. Do or die. And they're either going to make the first down and continue the drive, or they're going to be finished, El Finito, in this ballgame, as the Browns had taken a one-point lead. And uh, sure enough... Here comes uh, Lamar Jackson out of the locker room. I mean, this was crazy stuff. That, you know, it, it was uh, Kirk Gibson coming to the plate and hitting a home run for the Dodgers in the World Series. Lamar Jackson comes in and grabs his helmet. Just, I mean, uh, the play clock is already moving. Grabs his helmet, runs out on the field for this fourth down play. Looks like he's going to be able to easily scramble for the first down, but instead pulls up and throws a 44-yard touchdown pass. To a guy who dropped like seven balls in the ballgame, Marquise Brown. And now the uh, Ravens take the lead by a touchdown. So 
They follow that. They get a two-point conversion. They have a seven-point lead now, and Baker Mayfield comes right back down the field and marches it into the end zone. It's 42-all inside of a minute to go. And the Ravens have Justin Tucker as a kicker, so you're figuring, all right, if they get anywhere within 60, this guy has a chance to uh, make a field goal. He kicks a 55-yard field goal to tie the game with two seconds, uh, to take the lead, three-point lead with two seconds to go. Now, what are you expecting there? You're uh, getting three points with the Browns. you got to push. And I had noticed on Facebook, on social media, our good friend Sheldon G. had posted a ticket that he had purchased in Las Vegas, and he had put... $30,000 on the Ravens to cover the three points. So you can imagine, I mean, and this guy had some serious health issues before he left South Florida. Our friend Sheldon G., you remember Sheldon? He was a big fan yes, of the Yes, sir. Show. Yep. I think he might even listen to some of the podcasts. We love you, Sheldon. He's got a ticket displayed there, a legitimate ticket from the South Point Casino in Las Vegas. Thirty grand to win 27000 Ravens minus three at minus 110. Playing the big there. And uh, giving the three points. So now he gets a miracle cover because it didn't look like they were going to cover the point spread. He gets a miracle push. And they run out of the end zone on one of those Fugazi plays with two seconds to go. They do one of the lateral plays, Luby. And they're running around, running around, running around. And the ball's live for, it seemed like, forever. And you're thinking, all right, somebody just uh, fall down, whatever. And it goes through the back of the end zone after a guy runs 25 yards backwards for a safety and the Ravens cover the spread. Sheldon picks up 27,000. Can you imagine? My God. All right, I guess you're not into this game at all, Luby. Unbelievable. Mm. On a Luby Tuesday, you're going to just leave the premises here. What, what, did you have to, what, what did you have for breakfast? I understand a break, Luby. I, I get that. But uh, what is your response to that? You don't find You that told me the whole thing. I don't know. It, it was a, one of the most ridiculous endings ever. And it's like the third time in a week that somehow... There was a cover that there's no way in hell. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. There should have been a cover. No way in hell. This is insane. Who would figure you're going to get a safety on that? From the 25-yard line. It's not like they were at the two. My God. Oh, the whole thing's ridiculous. All right, if this is going to be a Luby Tuesday, you're going to have to pick up the pace, kid, because, uh, you know, I know you're uh, stressed out about breaks. So we'll take one. Here on a Luby Tuesday, I'm Jeff DeForest. He's Mike Luby Lubitz. A little bitter about the Luby Tuesday title. I don't know why you're uh, fearful of this. Are you worried that you're going to have to do something special every Tuesday? Is that it? I mean, there's many reasons. That's one of them. We'll, we'll drop it if you want. All right. Uh, I'm Jeff DeForest on a regular, stinking, lousy, boring <laughs> Tuesday. Well, I put your poll up. We'll see what the poll says. We'll let the people speak. speak the poll us. is this, and I want you people to weigh in. Make this as important as the presidential election was to you and maybe this runoff in Georgia. 
Should we name Tuesday's shows Luby Tuesday? Yes or no? It's on Twitter right and now, at Defoe Show. It's already up. Or the earliest we've right. ever put a poll up. I would like to see the heaviest influx of voting on this that we've ever had on any of our lame polls. But this uh, was dead serious material here. Should we rename the Tuesday shows, much like we have a Peel Yourself Off the Mat Monday, Degenerate Friday, we still have three weekday shows to name, Luby Tuesdays in honor of the Rolling Stones hit song, which didn't sound all that great when you played it on the radio, i got to say. All right, uh, coming back with more, perhaps we'll have a new song about Luby Tuesday. You know we can get some parody music done. I'm Jeff DeForest. He's Mike Luby Lubitz. <laughs> the Greek at 3 o'clock today, 940 wins, 1230 the zone. If the Greek isn't betting, what is the point of talking about this safety with the Greek? Come on, Greek. <laughs> we got to get that man back to who he was. Uh, unbelievable. Back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. He doesn't drink anymore. He doesn't gamble. What the heck is he going to give up next? I hate to even think. It's 626. Oh, okay. No problem, baby. I know you. You're not wrong. I just, uh, you know, you left me hanging there, man. Hanging, hanging like a rat. I need your excitement. I need your enthusiasm. Day on a bright NFL draft day. That's the Florida greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Tanga Vialoa is our quarterback. He'll be throwing touchdowns and he'll never get sacked. Molly Kaliki Maka is the thing to say on a bright NFL Draft Day. <laughs> Enjoy your trip to work with lots of laughs, thanks to Defoe and Luby. Now on the Defoe Show. So I was at an outdoor birthday party on Friday night watching the Pompano Beach boat parade uh, go north. And then, of course, turn around and head back to Pompano Beach, uh, somewhere in the Lighthouse Point area, I guess I was. And I heard that song uh, being played. Uh, people were playing various uh, forms of Christmas music out there. The original by Bing Crosby. And I have to say, I think Jersey Kyle's version of Tua Tango Vailoa, Tango Vailoa, is a better version than the original by Bing Crosby. I don't mind making that statement. <laughs> uh, joining us right now, maybe somebody that could uh, verify that and or just clarify the fact that we're nuts. And I have to apologize. I hope this isn't the backbreaker that buries the newspaper industry once and for all. I always aspired to be a sports writer. When I finally became one, I couldn't have been happier. Then I realized uh, the money might be better in electronic media. I got out of that, but uh, I always missed it. And we love the writing of this man. I'm a big newspaper fan, as you guys know. Dave Hyde joins us here, fine columnist from the Sun Sentinel. But I tried to log on again to what I thought was going to be another one of your brilliant columns about the Hurricanes coughing up 773 in that game against North Carolina, Dave. And I got hit with the thing. It blocked me immediately. Alarms went off, and it said, you better cough over that buck, DeForest, or you're not getting any more Dave Hyde. But we have you here on the air, and we're very happy about that. How are you, my friend? And coughed up that. You dug deep. Haven't dug deep. You know, I listen to all your commercials. I listen to them, and, I, and I'm yes. invested in them. You know, so that's that's all I'll say. We, we we can move on. It was a great column, though. By the way, you should you should read it. I'm going to have to throw that dollar down if you keep doing this. I, I really am, and it's not that I'm opposed to coughing over a dollar. I pay like uh, I guess uh, you pay uh, the actual retail price uh, to get the New York Post delivered, and it's delivered by the very same people that delivered to Sun Sentinel. 
because my neighbor Joe still gets the Sun Sentinel every day. Well, we're two old school guys. Actually, we're more like the geezers at Caesars in that regard. But, uh, well, I mean, what did you think? I, well, let's start there. I know we want to talk about this Dolphin game and uh, what happened uh, yesterday against the Chiefs. But And, and, and maybe you remember this. Did you ever go into the broadcast booth when the Mad Dog Jim Manich was setting up to do a Dolphin game and say hello to the, to the Mad Dog there as he was getting things set up? I, I, I sat many times opposite his booth in the press box, and there's windows, so I would watch him work. Um, right, and but no, I didn't. Put up see, a, I didn't see him actually set up. He would put up all the similes there for uh, certain words. Yep. You know, and he would have yep. them categorized here. And I was thinking of the Mad Dog as uh, I'm watching this game, and I'm thinking annihilation, humiliation, mutilation, fabrication. Uh, how would you describe that? And what does it mean? Because now people are calling for Manny Diaz's head. Is that fair? The guy uh, only lost a couple of games this year. Well, I mean, let, let's. Keep keep an awful, humiliating, embarrassing loss in perspective. I mean, they are eight and two. I don't know how you would call for somebody's head after that, but you can say, "Wow, that was a shockingly bad and uh, I mean historically bad game from a lot of yes. angles." UM gave up more yards defensively by by nearly a hundred than than the next closest game. Um, you know, North Carolina ran for more yards than any team in FBS, any tandem of running backs in FBS history. When you go down the list of of things that happened in that game, I, and it, it doesn't reflect well on Manny Diaz. Let, let's let's have a little perspective amid the anger and uh, amid the loss. To uh, I mean, you you can say it was embarrassing without calling for somebody's head. This level of humiliation, though, I mean, it was indicative. And maybe Mac Brown was doing this to uh, one of his old uh, prodigies, uh, or protégés uh, would be the more appropriate term. Uh, but was this uh, spanking like Jimmy put on Jerry Faust that time? Uh, when Notre Dame? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Anytime it gets up there, you know, remember when, uh, um, was it Virginia? 58 nothing on, on UM in the Orange Bowl, last game in the Orange Bowl? Yes. I believe, uh, you know, you know, you're, we're talking that neighborhood of uh, of humiliation. Yeah, Manage would have gone through his whole list of words in, in, that, in that one, <laughs> I, right? I mean, start checking them off. I can't repeat down that the one again. <laughs> he would have been going to the thesaurus for more. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've done many, many times and uh, tried not to use the same word over and over again in anything that I've ever uh, written down. Now, what, what did you make before we transition into the fence here? And we're talking with the great columnist from the Sun Sentinel. Worth every penny of that buck you have to ante up to get four months worth of online <laughs> unlimited use. Them guiders. What, what happened with them guiders? LSU. Well, we were laughing at LSU, and it's part of my deal, Volkswagen, the Forest Files today, the whole notion that LSU decided, well, we won't go to a ball game. But when it looked like they were going to finish the season at 3-7, and seven, uh, even Josh Booty, who you remember, of course, from the Marlins and uh, former LSU quarterback, was on the show, Dave, with us before the game. And uh, I think, uh, you know, you could conclude that he gave them little shot. And they win the game outright on a Nikita Khrushchev special here where number three throws a shoe and that puts him in field goal range. I mean, how could you have screwed it up any worse than that, the Gators losing to LSU? There's only one way you could screw it up worse, and that was after the game, Dan Mullen saying, we played too many games. This guy is is comedy gold in Prescott. You know, yeah. from 
saying he wanted the full because Texas A&M had a, had a uh, you know, fans behind their bench. He wanted the swamp full amid the pandemic when everybody's, you know, even the university presence, uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, to then get to some of his other statements, but, you know, in the face of the law, he's almost a must-watch postgame now because you don't come out of his mouth. Not exactly uh, smoking Joe Philbin in that regard, where uh, you're wondering when he is ever going to say anything. His mouth is moving, but uh, he was saying nothing after those losses as he was congratulating the opposition. The great Dave Hyde with us here, 940 wins, 1230 The Zone, and the iHeartRadio app around the world. All right, Chiefs 33, Finns 27. Dave, you always do those brilliant 10 takeaways. Uh, if you could surmise that for us, what did you see in this game? I saw a a team that... Everybody knows the Dolphins don't have enough playmakers on offense. And you look at the Chiefs, and they're stacked with the the, the, the best playmakers on offense. And so, um, you know, that came out. And the first thing to me that that was very obvious, um, what the the Dolphins draft's going to be going after, what they need this offseason. Um, second thing is, down 30-10, they could have pulled a hurricane. So they could have mailed it in as so many Dolphin teams have done in uh, the last 20 years, certainly the last 10 years with um, Adam Gaze at times, to be honest, watching his last year, it was hard to, for me to figure out whether the team was quitting on him or he was quitting on the team. And, and you didn't see, you saw the opposites yesterday. They made a game of it down 30 to 10 against you know, what people, I, most people think is the best team in football. They came back, even as their players were getting injured, it seemed like every play. And, you know, they made a game of it. So, you know, if there is such a thing as a good loss, that was a good loss by the Dolphins, I thought. You saw a lot of the things that Brian Flores wants, has instilled in this team come through. And, and, you saw a defense that caused four turnovers against the best. Now they got they got run over for thirty straight points, um, but you know you know you saw enough to say okay this program to me is is coming together. You've been to far more of these post game coaches press conferences than I have, Dave. Although I used to attend them on a regular basis. Uh, my favorite aspect, and I know you probably remember this guy because. Was always great for stirring up trouble, although probably prohibitive in terms of actually getting the quotes you needed to fill an article. Remember, Al Lombardo would always fire off a question. I knew like, where you uh, were going. Oh, <laughs> and he was always I the first guy. I, I mean, he was like, chuckle. yeah, he, he was the Helen Thomas of those press conferences because he would fire off the first question before anybody else had a chance to speak, and he would say something to Shula like, "Hey, coach, can you really be satisfied with a win, no cover?" And I was wondering, I don't know how they're handling the post-game press conferences here, but uh, did that influence at all Brian Flores' thinking in kicking that field goal? Uh, did he address that at all after the game? Or what, what are you guys doing, like Zoom calls for the post-game stuff? Oh, God. Not not to show where your focus is on in these games or anything, right? <laughs> so that uh, my mind is where my wallet is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know, it'll be interesting that when this all goes legal, as we all know it's coming, meaning in all the states, uh, that will be like one of the first questions. And it will be something that uh, uh, coaches will 
you know, it, it's not something that, and you, you, that coaches think about, but they will. It will be planted in their mind much more when, when betting goes legal. But, no, he, he obviously was – he kicked a field goal because they needed – two scores and and it was fourth and whatever i can't remember at the time it was it, it, and and the uh, the better option was to kick the field goal and and you, you needed to get an onside kick either way whether you kick the field goal there or go for the touchdown and, and he went that way but but the question big question is defo did you make or lose money on that field goal he actually lost well, it was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, I, I ended up okay because I, I thought the Dolphins, uh, this was the M.O. of the Chiefs also. they uh, I don't know if they played down to the competition, and I'm not saying that the Dolphins have played poorly because the Finns' defense is very deceptive. Uh, early in the game when the fin, uh, Finns uh, were giving up yardage like there was no tomorrow on that first uh, Chiefs drive, they always managed to make one of these annoying plays to disturb uh, the opposition, and they get the tip pass for the interception, as it looked like KC was going to march mm-hmm. in there, and they take the lead. Uh, no, it was very beneficial. This was uh, better than the stewards' inquiry that uh, eventually changed the result of last year's Kentucky Derby for me. Cause, uh, I, and I, I was absolutely livid uh, that the Chiefs got the field goal, because now you're figuring from a strategic standpoint, there's no point in the Dolphins kicking a field goal, and uh, would be little opportunity and I have to give Tua credit. He got him down the field there in a position to do it. And strategically, it seemed like a very sound move, uh, never mind the spread. Well, that's good. Uh, you you ethically, ethically are happy with the decision, and you won money, too. So what, what could be better, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, pure greatness. Uh, Luby, you had something for Dave. Yes, before we get out of here with the one and only, the great Dave Hyde, as I come to you from the off-lease-only studios and Defoe's at Iguana Central, the Barefoot Beach Villas Verbal Laboratories. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Mr. Hyde, uh, I say the name James Harden, and you say what? I say ultimately you're trading James Harden for Tyler Hero, right? I I mean, you throw all those bodies together, and and that's what it comes down to. So you're saying I I, I don't like James Harden's game, watching it. Dribble, 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 shot clock running down, shoot. I mean, that that's it. So, and I love watching the heat. But if you're telling me you can get one of the top uh, three, four scores in the game for a, a second-year player who has a very nice upside, but but you know, you're never sure where it's going to go, and, and all of a sudden you've got you pair him with Jimmy Butler, who's going to be 32 this year, and you got to say, well, what's the timetable on him? So I get why they would make a play for for James Harden, as much as uh, you know, from from a watching basketball standpoint, I wouldn't want him to do it. From a can they win it all standpoint, I, I get why they would do it. Consider that. Kind of like uh, when Pablo Burry came to the Panthers, uh, brilliant exactly. scorer. But that's my thing. He was cherry picking yeah. at the red line the entire time uh, when the other four guys were at the other end of the ice, and the goalie was screaming, "Help, Pablo, come back! Exactly. I know Anna's beautiful, exactly. but God, get back here into the zone." Yeah, Dave, we I love you. Have to know how to use yes. it. I mean, Pablo Burry had fifty-eight, fifty-nine goals. That does not. Nobody does that. And yes. so, you know, you have a somebody doing greatness. 
So you you have to accept okay, I'm going to accept that and the rest of his game, the other parts. It's kind of like uh, Harden would be, I guess, with the Heat. We've asked two fabled coaches that we love on the show, Ronnie Rothstein and Jim Laranega, hypothetically, if uh, Harden showed up at the park or they were playing a money game in a Rucker League, would they want Harden on their team? And they had very mixed uh, emotions and feelings about that. Uh, Laranega flat out saying he wants somebody to pass the ball. So uh, interesting proposition, though, when uh, teaming up with Jimmy Butler could be uh, fairly incredible. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. I'm going to put up the buck today. I'm going for it. I put have it to read your put stuff, it but it's yeah, on Read that. Read those great articles from the weekend, Defa. You'll you'll feel enlightened afterwards. I'm going to make it two bucks. I want them to bring back Harvey Fialkoff, uh, the great Mike Mayo, Jim Sarney, <laughs> and all the guys that are still around that wouldn't mind writing a few articles here and there and picking up a free meal and a paycheck by being in journalism. Dave, we love you. Thanks so much for being with us here on the show. It's always a pleasure. All right, Defa. See ya. question is that what kind of a question is that how could you ask me a question like that that's my question the question jerk it's time for today's mini trivia challenge brought to you by the law offices of jared spingard if you're injured in an accident call 833-HIRE-JARED 833-447-3527 log on to hirejared.com where it's not just business it's personal With the speculation of the Miami Heat's interest in the possible acquisition of superstar scoring machine James Harden, we look back at the 2009 NBA draft where the Oklahoma Thunder tabbed Harden with the number three overall pick out of Arizona State. Blake Griffin was the top selection that year. Today's HireJared.com Trivia Challenge question is, who was taken second between those perennial all-star talents with the second overall pick? Was it Hashim Thabit, Johnny Flynn, Tyreek Evans, or Ricky Rubio? The answer in a moment. For Jared Spingard, your injury is not just business, it's personal. After suffering devastating injuries in a near-fatal car crash at 18 and dealing with unjust insurance companies in his own case, Jared decided to dedicate his life's work to help the injured. No law firm is better equipped to handle or understand your case than the law offices of Jared Spingard. If you're a victim of a car crash, pedestrian accident, slip and fall, spinal cord injury, wrongful death, or medical malpractice, log on to HireJared.com. That's HireJared.com. Or call 833-HIRE-JARED. And instead of getting hustled by your attorney, get the one firm that's going to hustle for you. HireJared has the resources, the record of success, and over 1,000 winning cases worth of experience. No injury is minor when it's yours. Call 24-7 for a no-obligation free evaluation of your case. You pay nothing unless you win. Don't let your case become just another number. Log on to HireJared.com or call 833-HIRE-JARED and see what a difference personalized service can make. Jared Spingarn has been in your shoes. It changed his life. Let the law offices of Jared Spingarn help change yours. The Grizzlies probably should go down with the Portland Trailblazers for taking Sam Bowie at number two before Michael Jordan was selected, or the Darko Milicic pick by the Detroit Pistons at number two before Carmelo, Bosch, and Wade were taking three, four, and five as they chose Hashim Thabit over Harden and further buried the franchise into anonymity in the process. That's today's mini trivia challenge brought to you by the law offices of Jared Spingarn for all personal injury matters. And remember, if you don't win your case, you pay nothing. Log on to HireJared.com or call 833-HIRE-JARED, 833-447-3527.
right, we're coming back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. There's a lot going on here, Libby. A lot going on. It's 7.01. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.